welcome to our first podcast of Perth de la Prem. I'm your host, Gareth, and with me, I've got the two Michaels. How are we going, boys? Yeah, not bad, mate. Very good. Yeah, well, thank you. Yourself? Good. That's good. Now, two Michaels. Let me tell you a little bit about these two. The two most organized people that I think I know. So basically, for our first ever episode, I've decided to make these two go in blind. So what we are going to be covering today, boys, I know you are very, very, very excited to hear this is, we're going to be doing our Premier League team of the season. But there is a catch, okay? Because I know Michael to my left, massive Liverpool fan. Michael to my right, massive Man City fan. Now, if we left it to just being the team of the season, I'm sure it would probably last five minutes and we'd all agree that it's all Liverpool and Man City players. We don't want that. We want to make it interesting. So... You're only allowed one player from each team. Ooh, one player. One player from each team. Now, I've gone out. I've made a load of stats. So I've got goalkeeper stats. Right back, left back, centre back, central midfielders and forwards. Now, for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to pick our team in a 4-3-3. So when I say midfielders, we're probably going to have one holding midfielder and then maybe a couple attacking ones. Your forward's going to be like a centre forward and then right wing or left wing or something like that. But if we've got someone that we think might fit into any of those positions, we can put them in. So, you guys have got the stats in front of you. I reckon we get cracking, and we're going to go in, straight in, to the goalkeeper stats. Now you can two... I have a question? Yeah. Can we change our mind at any point? For yes. example. So, yeah, sorry to butt in. But what I was going to say is, so we might go and say, let's say, for example, we've got Allison's going to be our goalkeeper. But then we get to stay midfielders and we want to put De Bruyne in, we could come back and we could change it. So I'm feeling like maybe we'll just pencil pencil in kind of who we want and then we can come back and make changes. Because to be honest with you, straight up, I'm not having Alisson or Edison. There's, I want more exciting players in my team than those two. Okay? So we've got stats. So for the viewers and anyone listening, I've done clean sheets, I've done saves, I've done passes because we know we've all got to play pep football now and all the goalkeepers have got to be able to pass the ball. Games played and then goals conceded. Yeah, question Is one. there a budget? No. No? Okay. No. It's, it's just the best 11 players with that catch. You've only got allowed to have one player from each team. So before we start, if this was just the team of the season, who would you guys have as your goalkeeper? I'm thinking you'll say Alisson, Liverpool fan. And you'll say Edison. No, I think I'd go Allison um, as well, to be honest. Okay. Probably surprise you a little bit there. I like Edison. He's got the clean sheets, but he's also got a pretty good defence in front of him. Um, but there's been a couple of times he's been a bit, little bit suspect. I mean, if you ask most City fans, they'll say he's good with his feet, but he's not the best shot stopper. I think that's where Allison beats him, and that's why he's number one for Brazil over Edison, as much as I love watching him. But... Yeah, I, I happily agree with Michael. Uh, I do agree Edison's better with his feet, 100%. Okay, well, if I said this to you guys, which goalkeeper completed the most passes in the Premier League season? Pretty pretty obvious one, don't we think? Who do you reckon it's going to be? Well, if you're just asking me going in blind, I'd probably say, I probably would say it'd be Edison. Well, I'm, I'm going to say but, but then it's probably, it's probably not, is it? But it's not. Surprise me, it's probably Edison. It's not Edison. I'm going to choose something different. I'm going to say Brancho. No. It was, yeah. so Sanchez from Brighton. 1,333 completed passes. In 37 games. That's impressive. Now compare that to Edison, who obviously City keep the ball for 75, 80% of possession every single game. Yeah, but they keep it up the pitch. And I know. I was shocked. Edison's 960 completed passes. Allison's more than him too. Alli- I know. And Ramsdale. But I, you know, I thought Edison. I, without seeing any of these stats, I'm going, Edison's completed the most passes, hasn't he? I'm just going to put your attention, just, just to, I put this to note down the bottom. So for example, like penalty save this year, Fabianski has saved three. De Gea and Smeichel both saved two. Martinez both has, has saved one. There are other goalkeepers that have saved penalties. But for example, like Ben Foster, I don't think he's even going to come into contention to be our goalkeeper. So I haven't really added them in. Allison and Jose Sarr both got an assist as well. And also the interesting one, errors leading to a goal. So someone like a Jose Sarr had two errors. Um, Raya had an error, Martinez had an error, Pickford had an error, Smichael, Allison, De Gea. Edison, no errors leading to goals, apparently. Okay, But we all know stats are a bit, I don't know, I don't always believe the stats. 
to be honest with you. Yeah, maybe it's the, the error, the play before the stat comes yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. And like, what, what, what is an error? You know, if he, if he pushes, if he makes an amazing save, but he rebounds the ball back, like, in front of him and someone kicks it in, some people go, oh, he should have done that. Error, yeah. He should have parried. So really, what is an error leading to a goal? Those are just some things there. But I reckon let's get cracking on. I've got a few goalkeepers in my mind, okay? So, for example, Ramsdale. He's the, the one I want to focus on first. I think, obviously, he went into Arsenal and everyone's gone, why have you spent 30 odd million on a second-choice goalkeeper? And what, it took him four games, five games to come into the side and he didn't go back out the side. He was their number one goalkeeper. And he, he had a good season. I think a lot of people were saying he had an amazing season. I think he had a good, he had a good strong first season. So he's probably one that I'd want to point the attention to. Jose Sarr at Wolves, I think he had a good year. Martinez at Villa and Sanchez from Brighton. They're kind of my four. I don't know if you guys want to chime in. You might. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, the first name that pops up this sheet is Mendy. Not only is he an African international, but for Chelsea, he's redefined how they defend and how they play at the back as a team. However, in the cup final, as I'm a Liverpool supporter, they made a change. Who came on, boys? Do we know who came on for the shot stopping? Big Kepa came in. Did he save a penalty? No, he did not. He did miss one. So, for the next cup final, we had Mendy. He played up until the end of the penalty shootout. Unfortunately, unfortunately for Liverpool fans, they lost. He's an instrumental for them. The only thing I'm going to say, because obviously I, I've done up all the stats, so I, I don't watch as much football as the two guys with me, but I said, you know what? I'll go find out all these stats. There is a player from Chelsea, and especially being a Liverpool fan, loving Trent Alexander-Arnold, there's a player at Chelsea who I think has to be our right back. So that's why I didn't earmark Mendy, because I thought he's had a good year. But once we see the stats of this Chelsea player... Are we allowed to have two people for team for Chelsea, for example? If you want Mendy as the keeper, we're allowed to have him as a right back. Or only one per team. No, you're allowed one per So if you pick Mendy, obviously we can go back and change it. But if we all decide Mendy, that's our Chelsea player. Okay. okay. So I'm, I, to be honest with yeah. you, I'm looking at someone like, um, so is Guaita, is how he pronounced it, I think, from Crystal Palace. What about Martinez? Martinez from Villa. Why are you looking about that? See, I, 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 I thought, thought he had a great start. season. Jose I mean, but then I've just, if you're going to stats, he's had a couple of errors leading the goals. But I think in that Wolves team as well, I mean, they're not... They're impressive, you know. They did actually pretty well this season. I thought they came yeah. back up after a little bit of a dip last season. A question um, with Martinez, actually. Yeah. Two errors leading to goal. Was that prior to Steven Gerrard coming taking over as manager? Was that post? Because I think he's been acceptable since. I think he's had a he's a, he has a, had a very very good season. I don't know exactly when his errors were, but I think if we look as a season as a whole, and if he, when 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 Arsenal let him go, I couldn't believe it. What a number two to have. Obviously, he wanted to be playing first-team football. I thought he had a fantastic year. Is there anyone else? That's when you got to look down the line. Is there anyone else from Aston Villa that would get into the team? Well, see, that's why I've gone... I mean, I don't, think, I don't think anyone else from, from Aston Villa. That's why I've gone Jose Sarkis. I'm like, well, there's probably not anyone else from Wolves further down the line. Yeah, I, th- um, I think you would say even, that. Even Sanchez, even Sanchez as well from Brighton, like you say. So I quite like Brighton. Graham Potter, really good. Yeah. They, play, they play quite expansive. They're probably, their, their issues are probably just more so. Shall we wish it for quality. them? I think with the half oh, yeah. season for Brighton was, was great. Yeah. Well, well let's it. say we've got... So, so Guaita from Palace, Jose Sarr from Wolves, Martinez from Aston Villa. Those three are in. Let's have a look. Statistically, they all had 11 clean sheets, okay? Now, Guaita, 84 saves. Jose Sarr, 121. And then Martinez, 95. Passes completed. Guaita at Palace, 797. Jose Sarr, 889. And Martinez, 937. Now, games played. Now, Guaita only played 30 games, but only conceded 33 goals. Martinez was 36 games with 48 goals. And Sanchez was 37 games of 42 goals. So all, all similar. It's just who would you want as your goalkeeper? If they were, if you were going to say sit, you were in the Champions League final, Liverpool, and you could pick your goalkeeper, who are you picking out of those three? Based on that, I would say Sanchez because of not only his ability to shot stop and the saves he makes, yeah. 
what, how do we want to play football? If we wanted to play it out from the back, I think Brighton are the perfect team for that. My only thing about Sanchez is as well, there is a player who I think might get in from Brighton in a certain fullback position because I don't Ooh, think okay. that position is that so strong. So if we come to, should we have a one and a two? Career. Yeah. Let's have a one and a two. So I'm, I reckon, like me personally, I'm thinking, I personally think Martinez from Villa is mine. You're probably going to say start and you're probably going to say No, I think Sanchez. what Michael just said though, because if you're looking at styles of play, I hate to be boring, but styles of play, I think Sanchez fits in well because Potter plays a very open If you want an out-and-out out goalkeeper though, for his intimidating factor, especially from the penalty spot, playing in South America, I would go mind. Yeah, I think goalkeeping-wise, the best goalkeeper there is Martinez. But then again, me personally, all these stats though as well, it's... It's hard to tell because it, Wolves are quite, they sit back, so he's had yeah. more saves. And I mean, Brighton as well, because they're quite open, they're not as good Definitely. as, say, Man City or Liverpool. Yeah. So it, and they had it's a hard to tell ball. really what, you know. But do you think if, if, let's say, Martinez I, yeah. went and played at Brighton, he could do a similar role? Like, how much of a better footballer on the ball is Sanchez than Martinez? I think, before I answer that question, I think the change of Steven Gerrard as their manager with the new manager bound for like five games. Yeah impacted that a lot. They did amazing. They weren't considered as many goals. They had a lot more of the ball, yeah. which then I think skews these figures for him personally. Yeah. yeah, interesting. But then I also said, Martin, you know, Arsenal let him go. Interesting. Did they let him go because Arteta didn't think he was good enough to play out from the back? 100%. Yeah? yeah. So, Mark, let's, we can leave the goalkeeper kind of for now, but I think we know it's going to be either Sanchez, Martinez, Jose, Sar, one of them three, because there's some bigger boys from City. And from Liverpool. Maybe not Man United. Sorry, Man United fans. But you had a terrible season. Shambles. All good. All right, boys. We're moving in now to the fullback. So, goalkeeper, we've left a little asterisk because we're not 100% sure yet. Now, left backs. You can jump in and tell me there is other left backs. I've just kind of looked at the stats and looked at players I kind of liked. I've looked at goals and assists because obviously we love our our fullbacks going forward. Minutes. I didn't do games, but I don't want to see minutes because I want to see how many minutes these guys are playing. Because some people might say, oh, he played, you know, 200 more minutes than so-and-so. But if you're playing almost the whole season, you know, you're conditioned. You're not getting injured. You know, that, I think that in itself is an amazing step. I've done the amount of sheer amount of games they've played. For yeah. example, Man City, Cancelo, how many fronts did they fight on yeah. compared to Crystal Palace? Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I've looked at the amount of passes they made and their, um, their passing accuracy, chances created, and also their tackle percentage as well. So I've got Cancelo, obviously, uh, from City, and Robertson from Liverpool, who are my two standouts. Alonso from Chelsea, I don't think he's that... I think he's quite dodgy, but he scores goals and he gets assists. He's good enough at uh, three at the back, isn't he, really? Yeah. He's good going forward, but he can't really go the other way. Luca Dean from Villa. Cresswell from West Ham. Cucciarella from Brighton, who we think potentially could be going to City. Uh, we heard the rumours. And Mitchell from Crystal Palace, and then Henry from Brentford. So they're my eight. I don't know if you guys had any uh, others. Based on, let's say, Robertson, right? Yeah. Three goals, ten assists. Yeah. That's massive. Yeah. But how much position they play, how Cop likes to play out to our, our wide players, Trent Alexander, Robertson. They have a competition between them who's going to get most assists. Yeah. That's, how it, that's where it's at at the club. I'm going to straight away put a pencil through because there's one player, I think he's from Egypt, yeah. I think. Who has to be a team. So straight away, I think he's out. Same with Cancelo. Would you put him over KDB? No. 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 So that's, that's what I'm thinking. Should we waste our time ever looking at those? I don't think so. No, I'm, I think, I'm crossing And also, away. Alonso for Chelsea. If, if I'm putting a Chelsea fullback in, it's not Marcus Alonso. We all no. know who I'm wanting to put in. It's not Alonso. So I'm thinking we're looking down. So you've got Dean, Luca Dean. Yeah, look, okay. Season. The one I wanted to look at, Couture at Brighton. Okay. Now, obviously, we've heard that potentially he could be going to City. About fifty million, I think I've heard, which is a lot of money. I don't, I don't think he's that amazing. He's a good player, and I'm looking at stats. He scored one goal, and I'm pretty sure that was the last game of the season against the second last game of the season was against United. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Might have been second, yeah. second last game. I'm pretty sure he scored against United. I might, I might be wrong, but he hasn't. Yeah, one goal, <laughs> one assist. So for me. You know, I want my fullback to be attacking, but if I get the right back I want, maybe I won't mind having someone like a Cucciarella. He's played over yeah, well, three... you have to think of the back two, especially if yeah. back four, the centre-halves. Who's playing next to him? He's played over 3,000 minutes. 
1,558 passes, 82% completion. He's created more chances for Brighton than Cancelo did at Man City. Yeah, so you, if you chuck him in that Man City team, does he get more assists? Because you've got Haaland coming onto it. But does the play filter through naturally because they know he's the outlet yeah. team? Where Maybe. City, there's more than one. Same with Jack Grealish this season too, though. You know, he was the main man at Villa. and now he should be doing a lot yeah, more, Michael. Now he's... We know about the first season, it's all good, but now he's not the main man, he's in the team with stars, and exactly, you know, it's not all about him. So, and then Kucherov as well 67% of, ta- of, ju- of tackling duels he won, which is pretty good. Like, decent, yeah. You know, it's better than Cancelo, it's better than Robertson. I think there's only two on here that are better than him, so it's, it's pretty good stat wise. Me personally, I'm probably going, I really like Cresto as well. Big mention of Cresto, uh, yes, fantastic season, but I'm going to be fighting hard for. A couple of West Ham players further forward. Yeah, one who I think the best holding mid in the Premier, if not the second best, and one who had uh, quite an amazing season. Can I draw you to the goals and assists for Cresswell? Look how many minutes less he played. There's a few games of football there. Yeah. Plus, he's got another goal. And all right, just had a bit of a, an incident with the dogs, so we'll have to cut that down. <laughs> Michael, you were speaking about um, Cresswell. He played quite a few minutes less than everyone. Yeah. Um, say, so kick around. Yeah. One more goal, two more assists, less minutes played. Yes, the chances created 11 less throughout the entirety of the season. But for say if I want to transfer in my team, I would be picking him. So much more cheap on the transfer fee. Plus, his output on paper right in front of me, I think equal if not better than Kugurea. I'm just going to chuck that over to Michael because a point that I'm picking up there, and you're back me in here, so he's a less transfer fee. But we all know... Cresswell, English. Would it be that much less, do you reckon? And West Ham as well. We looked at Declan Rice. What they want, well over 100 million for him. If they, someone came in for Cresswell. I think transfer fees are interesting because, I mean, the crazy money. I mean, even as a City fan, you could probably argue Jack. I mean, Jack Grealish to me is never going to be a 100 million pound player. You say definitely, not even German. You say he'd play for Armenia. How much would it cost? I reckon I reckon Jack Grealish is probably a sixty million. What's the English tax? Forty million. It's it's ridiculous, yeah, mate. It's, it's ridiculous. Crazy. But then again, I think a lot of these transfer fees are really like Declan Rice for me is not worth hundred and fifty million, but he's worth that much to, to West Ham. Yeah. Right? So yes. Cresswell's worth he might be worth fifty million to West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. But really he's probably not. Same as Kukurea. So I think I think there was fees over the thirty five, but Brighton, of course, he's selling to another Premier League team, yeah. like, you know. It was, it's all context really. So Alright, uh, made some good points. So I reckon. Well, I think from that we we were even going Cresswell or Kukurea. Can I just throw something in? I reckon. I mean, you said Luca Dean average, but I actually quite like Luca Dean. I think he did pretty well at Everton, and I think he did pretty well. Premier League really proven for sure. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I mean, Man City have had a left back problem for Is a long time. Is he consistent though? Would you trust him in the big games? I think he's good. I mean, he's been at big clubs too. He's been at Barcelona. He's been at PSG. He's been at those big games. There's probably reasons, but I'm, again, this, if we're going from the point, well, you know, we've only got one player from each team. Yeah. Then he just kind of think, he seems to me that he's got a bit of an attitude problem. I agree. You think that's why he left Everton? Yeah, that's why he, yeah. he kind of seemed like he, he threw his, t- he threw his toys out the pram. Didn't go and get what he wants, and he was gone when things got hard. That's a fair point. And fair you know point. what? Villa have made some great signings. But if they start the season bad and say something happens with Gerard, who's probably going to be the first person to kick off and have a fuss? Probably Luca Dean, yeah. personally. And you know who else actually I quite like as well? He's not on this list, Matt Target as well. I think he did pretty well. Yeah. I think he did well, right? I think it's a bit harsh at Aston Villa as well. Yeah, they moved him on next season. Like Newcastle, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. For me, points. I just thought that was better. I, so, I, for me personally, you say Luca Dean, but I think either Cresswell, Kukurea. Did you go? I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Cresswell only because, as my goalkeeper, I want Sanchez in there. Well, we that so. yeah, that's interesting. I, well, I went Cucurella because, I, you know, I was wanting the Brighton goalkeeper there. So yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting yeah. there. Yeah. I'm going to put down Cresswell. Yeah, Cresswell. Things done well. So I reckon from that, what we can do then, we can lock in. So we've got Cresswell at West Ham, and then Sanchez. So Sanchez is our goalkeeper. And we've got Cresswell as our left back. All right, so we're thinking in my head, because I said we put an asterisk there. We, we've had a little discussion off there. So we're kind of asterisk, either Sanchez at Brighton or Martinez from Villa as our goalkeeper. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, there's better goalkeepers. But because of the format, we want our better players to be further forward. We want to see goals. We want it to be exciting. 
And we think we've agreed Cresswell is left back. Yes. Yeah, I'm still going to put an asterisk because being English, I'm going to be arguing for a couple of other West Ham players. I think Declan Rice is going to be hard to go by. Yeah, it's going to be tough. <sighs> yeah, Declan Rice, some player. Right, let's move on. Centre-backs is going to be a bit of a long one, so we'll move on to right-backs, okay? Now, I'll let you boys talk after this, but Reese James is going to be our right-back, and I'm not taking any arguments. <laughs> let me just, stat-wise, I've, I thought he's good, right? I've, I've always known he's good. But statistically, right, he's played a 1,000 minutes less than Trent Alexander-Arnold this season. He has more goals, less assists, but in total, Alexander-Arnold had 14 goal contributions, so did James, in a 1,000 less minutes. And I know we said, yeah, but Reese James has got a bit injured and stuff like that. I'm going to bring over to Michael in just a moment, but I'm going to finish my stats. He made 1,235 passes at 90% accuracy. Created 48 chances. Yes, Trent got 90, but we all know Trent crossed the ball. Tackling, 76%, which is so much better than all the other right-backs on there. Now, Michael, you want to come in and tell me something else, because I know how much you rate Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, I do. I think he's arguably one of the best right-backs in the world and generational talent. Wonderful right foot, 100%. But... Rhys James, again, looking at the left-back, comparing to his other side of the field, Alonso. I don't think the ball goes down there near as much. When James was playing, obviously when he wasn't injured, the ball went down the right-hand channel. Yeah? He got yeah. involved in play. He plays so high up the pitch. Of course, he's going to be that outlet. So I think those stats really, really emphasise how well he's doing at Chelsea and well top footballer, obviously competing against Trent in the England squad. But... From a Liverpool perspective, knowing Salah is further up the pitch, I can't choose Alexander Arnold. Thank you to your format, Mr. Gareth, which is amazing still. So I would have to agree with you and say James for this, but overall, you know my, my answer. And just to make my uh, Chelsea fans, like my friends who support Chelsea happy, even if we were picking a team and you could have multiple players, it's still Reese James. I know Alexander, if I'm having to pick one of them to play for England, What's Southgate choosing? Who's he choosing? He's probably choosing Carl Walker. I don't think either of them are getting picked. I don't know how well they suit playing for England, but we're not talking about England now. But Reese James's season was just so good. Michael, I want to apologise because I haven't put any City right-backs on there because for me, Cancelo's their best fullback. Kyle Walker, uh, he's good at defending, but I don't know, he doesn't do a lot for me. Okay, yeah. I was just going to say that because I noticed that Kyle Walker wasn't there and I think most City fans would agree to see it. So... In terms of goals assists, there's no, he does not stack up compared to uh, like Alexander-Arnold, Rhys James, even a couple of other guys down here as well. Um, but, you know, he's so, it depends again because he's so important to how we play because we play similar to Liverpool, quite a high line, stops a lot of counter-attacks. And I think in those Real Madrid games that we played, when he was on the pitch, we did not concede a goal. And he kept Vinicius quiet and all that. And then in the Premier League, he did quite well. As, you know, so... I'm not going to put him in anyway because I'm going to have someone else in there. But I think he he's probably unlucky to miss out. But I'm going to agree with you on Reese James as well. Yeah. And a little shout-out for Walker Peters, Southampton, for the season that they had. I didn't really rent it, but he was arguably the best player. Half the credit chances, 24-48 for James. Shout-out. Uh, look, to be honest with you, I, again, there was someone for Southampton who I'm going to argue to go in our team, who is going to be our Southampton player, purely because I've got a free kick anywhere from 30 yards out. Walker's? Yeah, he's, he, that's, I've got him in my team. Oh, and wait till you see his stats are so impressive. The I'm other one I'm going to mention, I, I had Kufa in from West Ham, I had I from Brentford, both had good seasons. Matty Cash at Villa. Yeah, I'm Was afraid. unbelievable. Uh, yes, especially the goal he scored against City. Mm-hmm. Shame it didn't last. Uh, again, I think that's influenced the new manager. Yeah, fantastic. So he's... Now playing for Poland, isn't he? So yeah. he's got Polish background, so he's now in the Polish national team. And I just think he's got better and better. He scored four goals, three assists, played over 3,000 minutes, 72% parking, uh, passing accuracy, only 28 chances created, but 56% of tackles he won as well. He was my other one, but obviously if we potentially go Martinez in goal, maybe. I, the way I look at it, Chelsea don't have many players who would go in my team this season. Maybe a Mason Mount, but I think there's better players in that position. Yeah. So for me, nah, no. I think there's better players. Um, not based on last season, potentially, but overall. Yeah. We I, can't, can't have been much. 
I think yeah. there's just better players from other teams up, up front. But I just think yeah. the season that Reese James had, the season that Reese James had, I think he should be in our team. Jamie Carragher had a good quote that said, no one grows up wanting to be a Gary Neville. So right backs, I think we should just agree here and we can move on to the more exciting stuff. Do it. Reese James? Reese James, James. And do you know what? I'm not even putting an asterisk next to him because he is definitely in our team. Right, centre-backs. Now, this is going to be tricky. Do you do we look at it and say, we've got to pick a centre-back pairing that can play together? Are you going to pick one who's strong? Are we one picking a left-side and a right-side? No, because I, really I, I think you should, like a Van Dyke, you should be good enough to play. If you're right third, you should be good enough to play. Uh, yes, but also who they play along. Anyone plays along Van Dyke is amazing. Yeah. i tell you what, and I, I know in the actual Premier League team of the season, this guy didn't get in. And I know he... Put some tweets out about it or Instagram, something like that. Laporte from City. I thought he was unbelievable. What do you think, Michael? You obviously watched him pretty much every game. Ooh. I mean, I think he was good. I, the competition's that tough, though. I think there's that many good centre-backs. To, to be honest, I, as much as, I mean, without being biased, I don't think he should have been in the team this season. Too okay. I mean, it's hard because you look, a lot of City fans actually got on his back quite a bit this season. Just... He's so good on the ball, and he is a good defender, but he just had like lapses in concentration. So I think, um, as much as I love him, I think he's probably... Uh, I don't think it was too harsh on him to miss out, to be honest. I think it was probably fair as it was. Yeah, yeah. I've got other Michael Wade because, look, and I know I did look at this player, and I know he had a fantastic season at Chelsea, and obviously now he's moved to Real Madrid, and I think Chelsea are going to be affected not having him. But... Probably English bias. I just think Reese James had that good of a season. He was my player of the season, Chelsea. Yes, let's talk about Antonio Rudiger. He did have a fantastic season. But I just, I don't know. I think there's some other centre-backs who we can put in from maybe the lesser teams as such. I don't like calling them lesser teams, but the teams outside the big six kind of teams who I think we could get in at centre-back. But Rudiger, great season. Yeah, well, it's tough having James already pimped in, locked in at right-back. Rudiger, he got transferred to Real Madrid. That's why they had such an amazing start this season. Such a good... He's a German international. But on that sheet, if I had to pick someone from, quote, the lesser teams, Minks, Villa? Minks, we already Villa. Have I'll tell you someone... like So I thought... So Dan Byrne at Newcastle. He did really well. He was... Absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic this season, I believe. Um, Gwaihi? Yeah, Gwaihi. Yeah. Palace? What good. a season. He had two goals. He got an assist. He played over 3,000 minutes. 87% passing accuracy. He won 49% of his tackles. Seven blocks. 126 clearances and 30 interceptions. Yeah. He was mine. He, for me, was someone I wanted to put in because I don't really see many other Palace players getting in this mm-hmm. team. He was probably one of my first picks as well. I mean, I've seen Rudiger and I've gone... Because oh, I think Chelsea as well really fell away when he was injured. Massively. So it's massively important. And based on the format of what we're doing here, I don't think you'd really be putting him. No. Yeah. No, I think Gray... Gray Other kind of lesser teams, you've got Janssen at Brentford. Another one, Tarkovsky at, Bur- at Burnley. Conor Especially Cody. going down. You, you guys are like Especially that. going down. How many goals they shipped in? Tar- oh, yeah. I think... Tar- i tell you what... We'll touch on it a little bit on the second podcast. I think Tarkovsky is one of the signings of the season. Amazing. I think Premier League experience, he's just a bit of more of your old-fashioned centre-back, just, you know, takes no prisoners. He can play football, though, as well. Yep. Like, he's a very, very good player. And in a, in, a, in a team that was so, so poor, like 183 clearances he had. That's ridiculous. He won 69% of his tackles. His passing actually was Burnley great. players were. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to Burnley fans, but they play it. It's like a story right. at yeah, the moment. It was, well, was they're it. gone too. But Burnley, Wednesday night, it's cold, backs against the wall, tight formation, up in the air, it's wet, getting crosses in. That's why he's got those stats. Yeah, and he's, he's got the one of the first to get his head on the ball. Yeah, he's got to move to Everton as well. And I, I know obviously Everton had a bad year, but they, they are a big club. People can't argue that they're not. So good. how well are those stats? If he does clear the ball, say from across, from across in, you'd corner. expect that though, because Burnley do defend a lot. Yeah. Obviously, I, I put in like your Diaz's, your Van Dyke's, Matip stats were unbelievable, but there's better players further forward. Yeah, I've just lost chance. I've just crossed them out. Gabriel Arsenal. I thought he had a fantastic season. Yeah. I thought he was really good. Stabilised him, but he had moments as well. He certainly where, did. Probably Arsenal as well. I think. I remember the Man City game, he just completely lost his head. Well, who do you have? Brazil national squad, Kim Thiago Silva. 
Thiago Silva, how old? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's is a Rolls he? Royce, though, isn't he? It's so who yeah, would you choose, Thiago yeah, yeah. Gabriel? Even at his age? Probably Thiago Silva, there wouldn't you? Yeah. So why would you choose? But he's got it all, so it's hard. Yeah, it's hard yep, to tell. Yep, yep, it is hard to tell. A couple of others we've got. Obviously, I want to name them so people don't. Oh, what about. So you've got Ballon d'Orson from West Ham, you know, <laughs> Craig Dawson. Probably <laughs> a horrible centre back to watch if you're a Liverpool City fan. Would you want it in his head? But he had a good season. Veltman at Brighton. What about the half from Wolves? Mm, yeah. Or was that just me being biased? No, probably. Excellent. I know. And yeah. I, I did put, he had another great season. No, I like he played over, played over 3,000 minutes. You know, he's the Wolves captain. 90% passing accuracy. Are we taking into account here the leadership roles that he brings to the side? Definitely. Definitely. No, no, I think you can definitely bring in leadership roles. Yeah, they're not on the stats. But you might say, yeah, kind of Cody, like, just even there was that video at the end of the season where he came out and he took all the photos with the wolves. He's just he just seemed like a real nice, having a nice guy. Yeah, be great. You wouldn't want to have him. Yeah. I'm happy to to put Cody. You I could go Cody. Cody. That's why I think like, Cody boy, when he yeah. left, especially that's in a half role. Yeah, God, people, gonna, gonna, people are going to be triggered at the moment. We've got a whole English back four who probably won't play at all for England in the World no. Cup. <laughs> but that's that's kind of what it is. Only having one player from each team. So it's up to you guys if you want to. Do yeah, Gwaii. I think Gwaii's a lock. I think he's been great. And Cody for Wolves. We we could always come back to it. And living in Perth, booked in tickets to see them versus Leeds. Um, I get to see him first, which is really can't wait. Nice one. So we've gone Gwaii and we've gone Cody at Wolves. Tarkovsky for me was was very close, especially because there's absolutely no chance any other Burnley players are getting an offer. No, no chance. So, can we pencil, pencil him in? Yeah, pencil him in. We can Pops. come back, maybe. Apologies to Chelsea fans who are probably going to lynch me for not speaking as much about Rudiger. Yes, he had a good year, but he'll never be as good as Van Dyke or Diaz. Sorry, not sorry. Right, let's move on to the exciting, probably my favourite people to speak about, centre mids. Are we having a it's double pivot? It's going to be a double. Number, number six? We're going to we're gonna do one holding mid and we're going to do two, two because I'm not you can get one in the team but we want attacking players so let's just I know let's just all agree that Kevin De Bruyne is in our team uh, should we pick the DM first I just you want to just go straight let's just out. pick De Bruyne in because De Bruyne let's is lock him in, in. Yep. I know and I know he didn't play as much and he had his injuries but like 15 goals 8 assists 87 chances created 83% passing accuracy 50% of tackles he won he's not really known for his tackles and 6 interceptions yeah, there's a lot more stats you can look at. But he, he won six in the league. No, ben, in games ben's... where they dropped up a bit, he just picked up. He just pulled us through at the end. He was just uh, four goals against Wolves. Champions League as well. He wanted yeah, a massive, more. He massive. proved that. Um, good shot. You know, yeah. yeah. People say he doesn't always show up in the big games, but um, I think he, he definitely came to the fore for us quite a bit this season. Well, he plays well in front of an empty stadium there. <laughs> <laughs> What's his goal again, Gary? Empty head. That's it. I I'll leave that one there. <laughs> I tell you what, I've been to the Etihad once and the atmosphere was fantastic. Yeah. Purely because there was 10,000 Liverpool fans there in a League Cup game. <laughs> but I was so impressed with the stadium and I, I really oh, liked it. Yeah. And no. I, it was pretty good. Yeah, the City fans didn't make much noise, but they did the whole blue moon thing and it went dark and I think they cop a bit of unfair slack because really, majority of City fans have been City fans for years and years and years and years. Okay? It's not as much like United, where you go to a United game and there's people from all over the world. Maybe it is now, but yeah. City, I think a lot of City fans are diehard and they've been for all their tough times. So I do think they're coming. Yeah, they're they're yeah. the quality side. All right. Coach KDB has got one of our yeah, spots. Now, obviously, I wanted to. Let's look at holding mid. I wanted to argue the case for Declan Rice because I just. For me, he was England's player of the Euros. When we took him off in the Euros final, we just. Basically went to crap, and it's just I pretty much knew that we were gone skier. Yeah. Um, but obviously, we can't pick Rodri. No, see, Rodri, no. if it was the rules were different, Rodri would be my first pick. Yeah. Just seven goals from holding mid. So we might have to, like, I, I still think you've got to put Rice in, but then we'd have to go back to our left backs and put someone different in than Crestwell. The other shout is Basuma yes, from Brighton, who's right? just got a move. And so I think maybe that can link with the left backs because that's the other left back, isn't there? We'd switch in between. So maybe yeah. we can choose one one from the other. So yeah. you you either go Rice and Kushirea yeah. or you go Cresswell and Basuma. What's the stronger link? I personally would rather have Cresswell as my left back and oh, I love Rice. Basuma 
I think he's had a great season. I think he'll do well at Tottenham. I just, I'm, oh, I say, I want Cresswell and Rice, but obviously we can't because you can only have one. What about Smith Rowe? I know he's young. Smith Rowe, yeah, I think he's one of the more attacking players. I wanted to put him on Has there because I just, and same as Odegaard, like, oh, they just oh, had Odegaard. unbelievable seasons. Yeah. Mason Mount yeah. of Chelsea, I did mention him just before, saying that he's probably the only other Chelsea player I'd talk about. An amazing season, 11 goals, 10 assists. I was quite shocked by this because. Oh, I like Mason Mount. He frustrated me in the Euros. I know he got COVID, but he was frustrating me because he just, he just what didn't. I don't think he was that great. And I think I see a lot of games where he goes in and out, but he runs and he runs and he runs. I what think, about what do you think of having Ward Prowse, the deep line midfielder? So that's the six over someone like Rice. He has twenty three. Less interception only at 40 compared to Odegaard, say it's 11 interceptions, so there's miles on him, mm. plus the chances credit. Look at this 71 chances compared to Rice's 24. When I was watching the 13 14 season and Jared was playing that number six role under Rogers, yeah, we didn't have that cover. That's okay because of what he did on the ball in possession at Wayback. I really like that. And I, I probably hadn't looked all the way down. I know I'd mentioned Ward Prowse just before. But for me, and you, you added on that as well, I think four, he scored four free kicks this season. Yeah, and I, was thinking, I think he scored four penalties as well. But yeah, if you've got him in a better team, like if he wasn't at Southampton, he's creating 71 chances. How many assists are you going to get crossing the ball? In the you say oh. City are camped outside the box. Yeah. Anywhere near there. Top bins. He's got yeah, a I think he's right. Do you know what? Massively. I, I like that shout. Let's... Let's pencil in Ward Prowse as our holding Go midfielder. On, yeah. I know, yeah, he can play a little bit further forward, but I think he'd probably be happy. Just to makes sit. the team more attacking, doesn't Knowing it? that he's got KDB in front of him, who can pretty much do whatever. You know, he wants. it's interesting. I'm just have a look at your stats here, Gareth. That you've got Bruno Fernandez. I mean, oh, look, the way sometimes he plays, maybe not the biggest fan, but you can't deny he's, he's a good player. Right? 89 chances created, more than De Bruyne. Yeah, and that's with Ronaldo in the side taking the. Life yeah, of him. Yeah, that's it. That's I interesting to see. I really, I know he cops a lot of stuff. When he came into United, he was quality, and I think he's got caught up a bit. I, I, he looks like someone almost cares too much. He cares yeah. so much that I think it's affecting him. Statistically, he's as good as any of these other players. And, and if I've got to pick a Mason Mount or a Bruno Fernandez, I'm, I'm probably going Fernandez. I'm going to get lynched probably for saying that. I just think Mason Mount. All these young English players, they're over On paper, I would go for him. If Bruno Fernandez, on was, paper, if Bruno Fernandez was English, I think it's just consistency as well. I think Mount, I mean, he's got stats there as well, but I think he just dropped off in the back end of the yeah. season. That's probably what's let him down here, to be honest. But Another person I've got to come in and say, James Madison. I know he had a good, really good end to the year, but again, 12 goals, 8 assists, 48 chances created. And I just think the way he plays is exciting to watch. Oh, lovely. Same as Gallagher at Crystal Palace. Ah, he's a good shot. Amazing start. I, don't, I think shot. he dropped off a bit, but again, you know, he'll go now and probably Do you reckon he's going to play at Chelsea next will. season? Yeah, I think, I think he he's a shoe in. Yeah. He'd be stupid would not to. Would you put him in over Mount? No, I would I think he should be fit into the team. I think he's done it for a couple of years now. West yeah. Brom and Palace. It's, it'd be good, good for him. So we've got one more spot and we're looking at... Uh, we, we, haven't got, got, we haven't got any Arsenal players. So yeah, maybe, maybe like Odegaard or Smith-Rowe. Odegaard had 11 goal contributions. Smith Rowe, 12. Oh, yeah. You know, they're both... Oh, I love Smith Rowe. I would go Smith Rowe. I love Smith Rowe. Probably over Odegaard. Then, yeah, you're picking between Smith Rowe, Fernandez, uh, Gallagher, and who was the other one we said? Madison. That was right? Those four? Yeah. Smith Rowe, Fernandez. We haven't spoke about Nevers at Wolves, but I know we've got Cody in, so we can't pick Yeah, him. I wouldn't no. pick Nevers. John McGinn, Villa, had a very, very good year. But then I, I, if you say, someone asks me, what was the 11 that you picked? I'd be upset to say him. Yeah, true. I think as well, if you're looking at it, Odegaard or Smith Rowe are probably good bets as well. Because you look at the midfield, probably want a little bit more dynamism as well. I yeah. think Odegaard and Smith Rowe would do that. So. Yeah. I think Smith Rowe's got a higher ceiling than Odegaard. Especially going to the Madrid so early in his career. It's not working out. Probably set him back a bit, but he's still so young as well. Oh, yeah, of course. No, I like Odegaard. I think he's a good player. So no, I'm, I'm good with Smith Rowe if you want to go with that. But... Smith Rowe. So we want to go Smith Rowe, so Arsenal. Odegaard, chances created, 77. Smith Rowe, 30. So I think he I played think, a lot more than Odegaard, um, than Smith Rowe, sorry. I think Smith Rowe as well. Did he play a little bit more further forward? I just kind of put him in the midfield kind of thing. 
more because I don't think he's getting in over a couple of players going forward, and yeah. I wanted to put him in the shell. Well, roughly 800 minutes played less than Odegaard. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. So you found him coming off the bench for Odegaard of quite a bit towards the end. And that's the thing as well. I think people go, oh, so-and-so doesn't even play in that. This is our team. So if we want Smith Rowe to play in a midfield three, I think he can do we it. We can do that. We yeah. can do he's that. slightly more defensive-minded than Odegaard as well, especially in our team having Ward-Prowse as a six. Who would you want, though, in your team on form? Would you want Smith Rowe or would you want Fernandes or would you want James Madison? You got On form? Like this Playing year. Playing top football? This year. Because of me... I got. I had a chat with my mates, and they were going, "Oh, no chance." I said James Madison. I think he's. I would say Fernandez. I would say Fernandez. Yeah, Fernandez. Without Ronaldo, give him the light. I would say Fernandez. I think oh. he took a lot of light away from those. Players. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying this is our team, but gosh, we're going to get lynched if we put Bruno Fernandez in our team of the season. But then, is there another man? I mean, as much as he maybe took the light away from him, it's Ronaldo maybe in your yeah. in your considerations. I think he did pretty well, to be honest. Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo will be in. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Second guess is he didn't know whether to take the football for a pen. Yeah. What, what was he doing? I don't know. Yeah, mate, I think there is. I do mention a Leicester player in the forwards, but I don't think he's going to get in over. I definitely mentioned an Arsenal player who could be a good shout to get in. So I'm, mm. me personally, I'm thinking, I feel like I want Madison in there. Maybe we can choose when we can. can we maybe we go um, Madison and maybe then we can just... We can maybe we'll Smith put Rowe well. Madison, maybe we'll do Emil Smith-Rowe and then we'll chuck in Bruno as well, Fernandez, and we'll asterisk that and we can come back to it. And we've also then still got a sign up here. Let's move to the exciting one, the one that, you know, wins you your trophies. Uh, so sell up. So yeah, front three. Now, we'll go right wing, we'll go yeah, centre forward, left wing. Players like, for example, Salah Sal can play anywhere. So if we put Salah as our centre forward, I mean, I do need to play him on the right, but if we want if we want to fit, fit in other players, we want to get him in. Salah over Mane. Well, that's what I was going to say. Because I think Mane played centre forward, didn't he? I was going to ask you, he finished the season Mane at centre half. Right through the middle, especially when we put Diaz on the left. We moved him out of that wide position. Should we choose our striker? Especially City didn't have a conventional number nine. They do now. So to Liverpool with Nunez. Yep. Okay? So do we choose that now and doesn't that sort out who's left and who's right? Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. that's why I said Ronaldo. I mean, 18 goals isn't, you know, it's not... I mean, for me, Son's got to be in there as well. To be yeah. honest, I think Son's probably my first pick. Yeah. I love him. Well, Son didn't make the uh, he didn't make Sky the, team of the season, I can't did believe he? that. And Ronaldo did actually instead. So I think Ronaldo's done well. On stats, Ronaldo, does he affect the rest of the way they play football? I think he probably does affect the way he goes through him quite a bit. Is that what we want to go with? Look, Ronaldo. But if you just go names on paper, yeah, like stats. Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo, you know, he's a proven goal scorer. But I think the way our team's playing, you know, we want players to be able to drop out. Ronaldo is, I don't want to call him one-dimensional because he's certainly not one I think he probably is now, though. But I just think there's players in there. Like, if you look at Ronaldo, created 26 chances compared to, like, Saka at Arsenal, created 68 chances and only had three goal contributions less than Ronaldo. You know? These type of players. Son, 72 chances created. For me, this is the player I'll now, Jared Bowen. Yep. 12 goals, 10 assists, 41 chances created. We've put in Cresswell at left back with an asterisk. We could take him out because Jared Bowen wants But then what about Declan Rice? It's three from West Ham. Yeah, that's the thing. That's how good Considering how far they got in the Europa League as well. And if you look at Jared Bowen, almost 3,000 minutes of football. There's not many. I think only Son's potentially played more minutes than him. And Harry Kane as well. Who would you have? Son or Bowen? I'd have Son. Son. I'd definitely have Son. Me. But I'm thinking like if you played... Like, my ideal, if I was picking and I, and I didn't have to worry about amount of players from each team, I'd probably put Salah up top, Bowen on the right, and I'd put Son on the left. But... Well, the way Tottenham set up, especially at the end under Conte, they had Son and Kane as the two alongside each yeah. other up top. So could we put Son as the centre forward? But you know what? In this team, if, if we put, say, let's say we had Bowen, Salah, Son, or Saka, Salah, Son, they can all rotate around. Like, they're good enough. And with KDB, so we just want three attacking players, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So it's not like we're going to go, we have to pick an out-and-out centre-forward. Because so I think really the main centre-forward that was probably you would pick in normal circles is probably just Harry Kane, really, isn't it? Yeah, but, but Harry Kane. But then again, he dropped these... Not the slow start. Either. Slow start. But you've got to look at... So Ivan Tony at Brentford had a good year. 12 goals, five assists. Zaha yeah. at Palace, 14 goals, one assist. 
Rafinha at Leeds, Ollie Watkins. Yeah. That's, why, like, that's why that's why Rafinha's getting the move, isn't it? Even yeah. Jamie Vardy, fifteen goals, two assists, only played one thousand eight hundred minutes of football, so a bit less. Well, we can't put Sterling Foden on Mares because we've got Kevin De Bruyne. I tell you what, actually, Riyad Mahrez. I don't think there was. I, I'm 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 a bit of a Mahrez. I wouldn't say a hater. Hate's a strong word. I just think he's a bit overrated. But stats wise, he's played you know five hundred minutes less than Foden and Sterling. He's got 16 goal contributions, created 40 chances, 52% of dribbles. How many were free kicks? Who would you have over dead ball? Him or Kevin De Bruyne? I'd have James Will Prowse. <laughs> James Will Prowse has taken all my free kicks. Even, he can take my goal kicks. Yeah. <laughs> He's taken all my set pieces. Oh, shit. Um, interesting on Mahrez, though, as well. I think, um, I think Liverpool fans are saying this about Jodder at one point, where he'd score a couple of goals and it kind of shadowed yeah. that performance, yeah. where I think Mahrez... I like Mahrez, but I think as well, like, the stats probably... He was, I think he was our top scorer in the season. Well, how many, how many goals did he get from the series, Mahrez? 11 goals. Yeah, so look, that's, that's not how many bad. Not prolific, all goals? I'm pretty sure... No, that's in the Premier League. Like, just in the past, how much were goals? I'm pretty sure he's in mid-20s, mid-to-high-20s. Okay, so, okay, so similar to... He was our top scorer, but I don't think his performances were always the best. I mean, he scored some important goals, but overall... Yeah, and considerably less minutes so, than someone like Foden. Yeah. And there's probably a little bit of a reason for that. So I think he's most flexible there. Did he go the Yacon? He did. Yeah, so that would have yeah. affected. They came back early as well, though, compared to some. But obviously, we can't. I know we can't pick him, but I didn't want to see yeah. We can knock out all the yeah. City players. Yeah. Rafinha, great season at Leeds. Watkins and Villa, good. Tony, good. Zaha, good. Vardy, good. I don't think they are. So I think let's put in Salah and let's put in uh, Son as well, because yeah. they are both going in. Salah, first half of the season, absolutely amazing. Unplayable. Son, second half of the season. But you put them two together, oh, that'd be nice to watch. Well, that's what I think is interesting coming in this season. For example, Salah. He's just signed a three-year contract extension at Liverpool. How this season is shaping up with the World Cup, he's going to have two firsts. Right at the start, up until there, he's not going to the World Cup, which is amazing for Liverpool fans. Four clock. And then he starts it's like a mini-season starting again when he returns. Yeah. When yeah. everyone returns, he's ready to go. If he can put in that first of the season like he did this year... Again, twice after the World Cup, I think they're in for a treat. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got one position left, say centre forward, but I mean, we can all kind of play through it. It's probably between, you've got Jared Bowen, but then we're going to have to change maybe Cresswell. Ronaldo or Saka at Arsenal. Who would you choose, Michael? I know, I've got an answer. Who would you choose, though? Ronaldo, I think he's done pretty well. That United team is, I think, pretty garbage, to be honest. I mean, I think he's done well to score 18 goals. The way he changes game playing on the last man. Yeah, I mean, compared to what he, yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at him five, ten years ago, he's completely changed his game. He's more of a poacher nowadays. I think if you've got De Bruyne in there, you've got Salah, Son, creating chances, interchanging. I think that'd be be really good. So I'd stick him in Who's better, number nine, him or Harry Kane? Harry Kane. Oh, Harry Kane, I think. I mean, why we put him this is why Man City wanted to be got Sarkis and Sarkis. Yeah. Oh, I think, obviously. Were you telling me Mane can't be in the team? Potential, if we won the Champions League, Liverpool won the Champions League, he would have won the Bundor. Well, you tell Mane... me the best player in the world, winning the Afghan players tournament. See, I think Mane's a bit harsh to get in here, but then you could make the same argument for Kevin De Bruyne because his first half of the season was pretty average. He's playing through injury and stuff like that. So you could say he's had half the season, so it's Salah. So. You know, yeah, it's you know. I just think Salah had that. This, yeah, I know people go, "Oh, Mane's better than Salah." Salah, nah. Salah's season was ridiculous. I know he drops off a bit, but I'm sorry, I'm not putting Mane in over Salah personally. I wouldn't, but that's why we've got three of us. So it makes yeah. it, it makes uh, it interesting. Oh, well, with that, I'd lock in Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah, I think Ronaldo. Don't yeah. want Jared Bowen, and we can play. Salah through the centre. I just think looking... I don't think Salah's meant for the centre, even though he has done a bit on the yeah. top. I think he's leant towards it, hence why he's got another number nine now. Yeah. So that makes... It, then we can cross out Bruno from our centre, centre mid. We can then lock in Cresswell because there's no other West Ham players. Uh, we've got to choose between Sanchez and Martinez or our goalkeeper. I'm probably still going to go Martinez. I'll go Martinez as well. Martinez, yep. And then we've got to choose between... James Madison and, and Neil Smith Rowe. I tell you what, I know I'm English, but I feel like we've got a lot of English people in there, but I didn't plan this. 
I'm I'm very much not a it's coming home type of person. I do, I think I think we're we're not that good. So I'm happy we've got a lot of English people. But again, it's interesting. Majority of these English players probably won't play in the World Cup. No. So I think it's given the format as well we've gone. But, but would you expect if you were doing a Spanish team, you'd get maybe five or six Spanish players in the team, maybe? So it's nice to see that there's English players in there. We picked it because I don't think I've been too overly biased, but maybe other people will disagree. So Madison or Neil Smith-Rowe. Let me go back to our... Little stats, because we all know footballers are all about stats. It's not about how you look, it's all about your stats, not really. Smith Rowe, 10 goals and 2 assists. Played just under 2,000 minutes, created 30 chances. 87% passing accuracy, won 50% of tackles with 15 interceptions, which I think is good in a position he plays, because if he is intercepting the ball, it means that they're going on a counter-attack. Madison, 12 goals, 8 assists. 2,500 minutes played, 48 chances created, 81% passing actually, won 50% of tackles with 11 interceptions. I'm a big Madison fan. I wouldn't start in, in my England team in, in a World Cup or anything like that. I'd, would, it, would he even be taken with the options? Oh, God knows. I'm glad I'm not Gareth Southgate. I'm, I'm thinking, for me, he goes in my team. And Arsenal fans will be fuming because then you've got no Arsenal players in the team, but... Well, I can't wait for the documentary. I know. I think that's coming out pretty soon, isn't it? Yeah. Do you deserve a player in the team when you bottle? Well, see, I like Smith Rowe, though. He's played, and if you look at minutes as well, minutes played, he's played a lot less than Madison as well. Yeah. I mean, the assist Madison's well up, and obviously goals as well. But I think, I think Madison is a little bit more direct in, say, that final third, getting that shot off on target. is channeled through him with Smith Rowe. Pulls out a little bit wide before he cuts in. Do you need that with De Bruyne in the team? That's, that's my question. That's because my... I think if you've got De Bruyne and Madison, you've got two similar, really similar players in that sense as well. So, I mean, that's why I'd go Smith Rowe, but. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I, do you know what? If I had to pick a player for, who's going to play for me for, you know, for the next five, ten years, I'm picking Smith Rowe. I think he's so exciting. And, it's going to be great. And in the young English talent, he's probably. Well, based on that comment. I'd go Smith Rowe too. Yeah, and look, Madison did have a good season. I I think Smith Rowe was. I know Sack had a good year, but I think he's one of Arsenal's best players. And and I know he played a little bit less minutes than than Madison did, but he always looks like he's going to create something. Whereas like Madison is very hot and cold. I think. Mm. I think he had a real. I think well, he had so a real. Mm. So Leicester. Yeah, I think I think Madison had a good kind of end. End of the year. I'm trying to think if we've left anyone else kind of out we could slide in. I'm, you know, people listening are probably going to think loads of players, but they can do their own team, can't they? So this is our So Smith Rowe? Smith Rowe. Yeah. Done. So let's have a look. We've got Martinez in goal. So Aston Villa. Reese James at right back. Gwayi from Palace. Connor Cody from Wolves. Aaron Cresswell from... West Ham. All English back four. Maybe that. Maybe maybe if I was England manager, we'd win the World Cup. <laughs> Who knows? Well, the next Gareth Ward. Yeah, Ward Prowse, another Englishman with Smith Rowe in there, and then you've got De Bruyne. That that's an exciting midfield three because you've got De Bruyne just pulling the strings anytime. De Bruyne. Oh, you've got Smith Rowe drawing in a foul, and then James Ward Prowse is scoring every second free kick because he's that good. We've got Salah on the right, Son on the left. And Ronaldo up top. Yeah, pretty, happy happy with that. pretty happy. Pretty with that. good. Yeah. Pretty All right, good. we've got time for one more debate because you can't have a team without a manager. But I'm going to be nice to you guys, and I'm not going to go. You have to pick a manager from another team. You can pick any manager you like. Okay, so you can pick your Peps, you can pick your Urban Klopp's, but I'm going to put a timer on it. I'm going to say let's not debate for more than five minutes because. You guys could probably debate for three hours on Klopp, Pep. Who do you think? Because I'm going to say someone different to you two. So I don't, you two talk first, and I'm going to throw in a name for you. Well, I mean, I'm going to go Pep straight out. Just keep the bias out there. I mean, people go, oh, money this, money that. But, I mean, I think we've done, we've had two seasons now about a proper centre forward. I mean, we had Aguero last season, but... He didn't really play. He was injured pretty much the whole season. I think for him to adapt, he's constantly changed it, whether people realise that or not. If you look at us from a few years ago as well, when we had Sane, Sterling, Aguero, 
quite rapid, a bit more counter-attacking, and now it's a lot more controlled, defensively more sound. You know, I think he's underrated. People just look at the whole money spent factor and don't actually consider him his actual coaching ability, which I think second to none. I mean, him and Klopp, I would say, is probably much of a mu- muchness, really, because, well, I personally, I just think as well, it just depends what sort of style you want to play, because Klopp and Liverpool are a little bit more chaotic, a little bit more, you know, helter-skelter sort of thing. Whereas Pep's a lot more controlled, they're quite opposite, but depends what you like. I mean, most people would probably say they like to watch Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool because they're a bit easier on the eye and that sort of stuff, but um, no, I'm going Pep, I just, I can't go past him. If I had to go anywhere else, I'd probably maybe go, I think Eddie Howe's a little bit of a shout, he's only there for half a season. That was going to be mine. Because he so, really yeah. lifted, he lifted uh, Newcastle, their spirits, I mean, they got a few people in, they got a few yeah. signs in, but it wasn't that much. I mean, I think overly smart is just, I think he's, it's going to be interesting what happens in the next few years, whether he sticks around or not. But um, as they, you know, get a bit bigger and sign some more players, but yeah. So I'll let, have a, yeah. You, I'll let you talk about. I'm, I'm sure you're going to say Klopp, and then I'm going to bring in and, and I'll put my little input on Eddie Howe. And I've got one other as well, and then we can decide. I think with Eddie Howe it's interesting because if we picked Eddie Howe, then we've got a manager from. We don't have any Newcastle players on our team, so we have really stuck to it. But I'll let you talk about your yeah, well, manager. Not only because I'm Liverpool spotter, he did win manager of the season. That's not a coincidence. He got Liverpool to four, four last games of the season. Yeah. Three cup finals, won two cup finals. Last of the season nearly took them over the line. They played every single game of football. Every single game of football they could possibly play. No other team did that. Jurgen Klopp, compared to where they were five, six years ago, wow. First time in 30 years, he's taking that team. So imagine, imagine what he can do with this team for those players. So, who we got? Ward Prowse, for example. Is he the finish article? Is Connor Cody the finish article? What can Jurgen Klopp do for them that Pep couldn't, I believe? Pep, he needs that established team to get the most out of them. And this team is arguably the our 11. So, yeah, he could do a really good job. But then, what, what could Klopp do to take this to the next level? One thing I'm going to bring in and say, you know, that as the CEOs of this team, Pep's going to come in and he'll probably bring in who he wants. Yeah, but then it's Team Pep. Whereas I think Klopp's will adapt to what we've given him. It's Team we'll just... Pep. That's what I mean. It's Team Pep. Do we want the manager now to overshadow this 11? Do we? Or do we want to then to actually make him a better 11 than I think Klopp should answer? And just quick, I'll chuck in anyhow. Newcastle were woeful. And then Eddie Howe comes in and just completely turned it around. What he did, I don't know now, obviously, that they've got the money to help it, but what he did coming in was just phenomenal. He completely changed them from being... They, look, they, look, they were looking like they were going to get relegated. Yeah. And then, what, they finished top half in the end? Close around, around that sort of... It was just phenomenal, the job he did. And then also, I, I kind of wish I'd said, no, we've got to pick someone from a team we haven't picked, because then that would, would make it easier. But he's not a better manager than Klopp, and he's not a better manager than Pep. So then what are we choosing here? We've got to, it's got to come down. Either, I think we were are we different. choosing the best manager or not? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to choose the best manager. This is tough. This is I think tough. if you want this team under Pep, I'd love Pep. If I was a player, I'd love to be managed by Pep, yeah. 100%. However... Where Liverpool came from under Jurgen Klopp, I think they can only go forward. Yeah, I think also Conte as well. Oh, season. he's a really good shot. Yeah, but uh, I was a bit scared when Tottenham actually got yeah. appointed Conte, especially the sizing of the off-season now that he's on. Uh, having some faith in Richarlison, wow. Um, that scares me a little bit because I think he's a bit hot and cold. But if he's the, the manager to do it, I think he could be it. Only I, I concept what he's done with Tottenham is, is fantastic, but I don't know, his style of football. If we're just picking this team because we want that exciting style. To win the league, yes. But I think, I think with the players we've picked, especially yeah. our back, maybe I'd say more, maybe not Reese James, because Reese James I think can play in any any. Well, you, you tell me Connor Cody on the ball, is it, what's Pep going to do for him? I don't think he can do it then. I, I, I think, think Conte will do the most for the, the, those kind of players. You, and even like your Cresswells and stuff like yeah. that. I think, personally, I think he's best suited for our team. Yeah, well, look what he did with like, someone like Victor Moses all those years ago. Yeah. Turned him into a wing-back. 
you know. Yeah. So that's a fair shout as well. I think Spurs are pretty. I'm a bit worried about Spurs next season, actually. Yeah, I don't think I'd be top two, but Thomas Tuchel, yeah. Chelsea fans oh, will argue. Another but, great manager. Yeah, he came yeah. in. Chelsea looked unbelievable. They got a lot of injuries. They just did, they did drop off a bit, but that. First sort of eight nine games. His mentality, they were they were brilliant. Gives to his players is amazing. Yeah, uh, there's probably there is probably others, but look, I'm gonna. I think we've got to decide really. If, you, if you're gonna pick a man, you've got it's got to be Pep or, or Klopp. Conte, great. Anyhow, it's got to be Pep or Klopp. I know you're gonna go Pep, Michael. Being the City fan, you're gonna go Klopp. Oh, look. I'm Mourinho. I think Mourinho is the best manager that's ever been in the Premier League. Over, I love Mourinho. Over Pep and over Klopp. So, because of that, I'm I'm going to say Klopp. Klopp's my manager for this team. Sorry, right, mate. You can agree to disagree. All right. Maybe we'll maybe on the next pod I'll you know I'll go Team City. Probably not. <laughs> so Klopp's our manager. That's a pretty good team. Considering we're only able to pick one player from each team, so. That's basically us done for podcast one. Speaking for me, I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, really good to sit down and have a chat. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, thank, thank you, Michael. Yeah, that was awesome. Cheers, boys. Looking forward to the next one.